Hey, 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 what's going on out there in podcast land? This is Roger Minima back for another podcast. It's a special podcast that uh, I don't know if anyone's been listening since the beginning days, but uh, I do love fantasy football, so I do play it. Uh, so I've been playing it since I was 17 years old, so I sort of want to get my views out there of fantasy football and... Uh, my takes on who's going to start and who's going to do well throughout the year. Um, first and mo- foremost, it's going to be an IDP-based kind of podcast when I do this. Uh, I have other things I'm interested in, so those are for other shows, for other days, right? I said on Saturdays. I'm going to be giving you my picks on IDPs and a little bit of uh, normal fantasy football. Uh just to give background of fantasy, like I said before, uh, I've been playing since I was 17 years old. Uh, one of my f- good friends, best friends, I guess you could say, and been him since second grade. His name was Adam. Uh, his his dad got us into it. Uh, I remember when he asked us, asked me in general, asked me in general, hey, you want to play fantasy football? And he's like, oh you and your friends you know he'll run it and you just get together and he explained to me how it works and I got excited because you know I've always been into sports since I was a kid and so I was like yeah this sounds awesome you know it's a way for people like me who didn't make who love sports love playing sports but didn't have the fortitude or the gusto to go for it all I guess you could say right and this is a way for those kind of athletes don't don't make it and still enjoy the sports and still have their own opinions and still their own take on it right and that's why i enjoy it and unfortunately the freaking nerds like everything else the the computer geeks that don't know anything about sports took the shit over and have ruined fantasy football just not ruined fantasy football because what's good about this is still is like you can do your own leagues and run it. I run how I run my league. We'll get into that. I've been running this league. It's called the, the NWO FFL. Uh, yes, that's a take because I'm a big wrestling fan too. Uh, but the way they run the leagues now is basically uh, uh, how they they you know you see the, the 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 pros in the media. Once again, the media. If you watch, listen to all my other stuff, you'll know how I feel. But they took it over and they made it fucking easy. Like, you don't have to put any thought process into it anymore. You just put a lineup in and there you go. Uh, one thing I don't like is the ultimate bench. And I, the ultimate bench basically makes people hoard players. And um, so one, two or three teams will be stacked. Two, two or three out of three teams won't be stacked because of draft position and all this let's chase let's face it if you're in a big league 12 man 14 16 man league if you don't have the middle picks your teams aren't going to be stacked or they're going to be stacked and they're going to be weak the stacked teams are always the ones that hoard the bench players and then they want to trade bait and they never cut bait and all that kind of stuff so having just a straight bench is dumb not forcing people to have kickers is stupid and this is what they've done, the fantasy nerds, because they think 
uh, the wide receivers and running backs and quarterbacks are all that matter in fantasy. And we're just going to, you know, highlight them and not talk about anything else. Like, it's it, it mind-boggling to me the thought process this younger generation has. Uh, thanks to the Red Zone. It's just thanks to ESPN and highlights and and all that bullshit. We've come to realize, we've come to think sports should just be scoring. Uh, sports should just be, you know, clown shows, scoring clown shows, scoring clown shows, entertainment based, right? I've said this before, and it's and they've turned it over to fantasy sports too. And and here here's the point. Uh, you have like nine bench players, a set lineup. So you go quarter. Normally it's quarterback, two running backs, two, three, three wide receivers. Or some people do three wide receivers and a flex. Some do two wide receivers and a flex. A t- you know they got rid of the tight end. Some people, some people make you tight end, a kicker and a team defense. And what they do is they oh we're not gonna because there's a not a set roster and just a set lineup, no set roster. No one, no one values kickers anymore. Uh, no one values tight ends anymore. No one, even now it's going down where no one values a quarterback anymore. It's just stack your, your team of quarter or running backs and wide receivers. You'll get two stacks teams and you got two, uh, you get one or two stack teams couple middle teams and the rest are garbage and that's why you have constantly three or four teams towards the middle of the season fizzle out not care put in shitty lineups put in injured players people in buys because you have you don't have rules anymore you just have basically here's a here's a lineup no rules and that's what fans compete and, and that's what people and, and, and that's where i'm at right my power cost is the other rules and Fantasy nerds have basically tore down fantasy football, the basis of it, which is know your shit, draft well, and then know who you're going to start, and go head-to-head. If you lose, you lose. You win, you win. That's good. Uh, Now we have just bullshit after bullshit. And what the progression of fantasy sports should have been in fantasy football is not how it progressed here. It's how it should be progressed. Where ID, ID because of the technology, of stack keeping, like I, stack keeping IDPs are easier to follow and easier to score. Uh, when we started playing uh, fantasy football, it was you look at a paper Sunday, Monday morning. This is how my friend's dad got me into it. And this is how he did it. You, there's no internet. It was 1995 internet was barely around and people that had internet were just the wealthy so it was read the paper score it so the scoring system was simple you get 100 yards six points touchdown six points blah 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 three it's quarterbacks six for 300 yard games blah, blah blah so you had to make it simple but it was also roster everything anybody had roster it had to have a set roster because I don't think fantasy football would have took off if we didn't have set rosters. And because imagine doing the whole bench thing back then. Uh, 
people loading up on their benches and no one would play and people would get pissed off and people would play uh, yeah sorry my oh, come on dude this is so fucking dumb I'm tired these fucking computers all they do is update themselves it's so fucking frustrating sorry it's like now I got this program up here wanting to install itself and I don't want it it just pops up everything you do now so frustrating. Sorry, I'm going on a rant because that just popped up. But anyways, so so we wouldn't have fantasy football the popularity if it wasn't for set rosters. And now, as you see, is fantasy football sort of dwindling in popularity because we don't have set rosters. Because you don't owners. If you're gonna start a fantasy football league, you should always start with a set roster. And I'll show you prove a point. Uh, I was golfing one day, and I met. I was golfing out there one day, ran into two dudes. You know, when you, they pair you up, I was with, out there with my ex-girlfriend at the time. This was last year, and it was two guys we were paired up with, and we we're talking fantasy football. And this guy was in his mid to late, tw mid to late twenties, and we we're talking fantasy football. And he was asking how I run the league, and I said I have a set roster. And it's like, you do, and he's like. He goes, that is great. He's like, I hate the bench. He's like, he basically said everything I said. He's like, no one trades. He's like, you get these overbloated rosters. No one trades. And you're basically killing everything else. You're killing the fun and everything. And I was like, yeah, I've been, I'm sort of old school. And that's why I've always kept it that way. That's what I told him. I was like, you have to have a set roster. You have to have something like a four, only four running back limit, a four wide receiver limit. Uh, two tight end limit you know I mean you could do it however you want I mean it's how you have a running league but this is how I do it two quarterbacks four running backs four wide receivers two tight ends two kickers and then four linebackers because it's IDP three three DBs and three DLs boom set roster that means people have to draft accordingly accordingly uh, and not overblow their, their talent like not go Running back, running back, running back, running back. And then you have four running backs and you you have no wide receivers and all the wide receivers gone and you're you're screwed. It sort of keeps the, the, the draft drafting in play, keeps everything fun and normal and and sort of even and fair. Like you know, like the our country has the constitution. This is the starting point, okay, now everybody go. And that's what fantasy football should have. This is the starting roster. Okay, this is how we're going to play. And, uh, but now it's, it's, that's how they're doing it now on, a, on all the major sites, CBS, ESPN. So that's why I'm doing, I wanted to do this and tell you how I go back to the progression, right? I think, and which never happened, the progression should be no team defense and IDPs now. Because uh, back then, like I said, in the paper, it just showed the stat lines were always the the offensive stats, and then the defensive stats were always teamed, and that's why they did the team defense. Now, now with the te the uh, internet and technology and all that stuff, the information out there, we can ha do the IDPs now, and this is why I know. The nerds that run the fantasy sites, the big up, 
the hardcore fantasy nerds like FanDuel, DraftKings are big piles of dog shit is because it takes effort. Imagine, and, they, and it's easier to fix too, by the way. FanDuel and all that, they fix their shit. It's easier to fix when you limit everything and you put it down because you have to be lucky and and not have insider stuff. And we all know that we've heard stories about that. But the IDP should be the progression in fantasy football. In fantasy football, it should have regressed to IDP. No more team defense, expanding the rosters, drafting individual defensive players, and that's the progression we could have solved it. And we could have had and more and more people playing fantasy football. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, team defense is whack as crap. When I could sit there and draft a TJ Watt and give me... 30 points off of just one guy in one day and then get points off these other guys and I'll have way more more way more points than a team defense will ever have uh, but the progression hasn't stopped and that's why I'm sort of starting these podcasts because I feel a lot of people are losing the rules of everything look at it again oh my god dude just fucking pops up all the time He's fucking... It says agree to install. I don't want to agree to install, dude. It's so fucking annoying. I try to close it and it says exit setup. Setup is not complete. If you exit now, the program will not be set up. Yes. Jesus, dude. This is a timeout. Big Tech. You don't think Big Tech is in line with the government? They're just constantly update. Like my phone. my I just updated my apps yesterday, and already two of them are updating again. Need to be updated. Fucking A. And then all this suggesting shit, acting like they know where I want to go. It's just all bullcrap. Anywho, so IDPs should have been the progression, and it, that's why I'm doing this because I want to do IDPs. I want to get the information out there. And once again, if you want to start a league, your IDPs should be scored accordingly. You can go the base. You can, if you want to score more, that's fine. But this is how I do it: is your turnovers, four uh, fumble recoveries, and interceptions are four points. So you get four points for those, and then sacks are four points. These are your high-based. These are how your defensive players get paid. This is how they get the big contracts. You know, in uh, cornerbacks, guys has a lot of ints. Your D line, the linebackers, your D line has a lot of sacks. Your linebackers have a lot of tackles. They stop the ball. They get sacks. Uh, these how these. That's why they should be pay, uh, given points. A lot of people that run IDPDs leagues don't understand that you need to reward your defensive players more than a team defense would because the team defense is a whole. This is just individual player and that's how people get um, discouraged by team defense or IDPs because they don't score them correctly. They score them like a team defense which they shouldn't be. So there you go. You have four points for that. Four Because uh, normal team defense, two points for those, right? Normally. So you double it. That's how I do it. Uh, 
as you double it. Uh, and those are the only points you can score. You know, it's six points for a touchdown, so six. Is, that's how much a TD defense player is. Six points, still six points, because it's six, six, six points. It's a touchdown. It doesn't need to be doubled or anything. Um, so you have those those big money makers, right? Are the big points. That's all you get on team defense. TDs, and if you have special teams, the special team touchdowns, and then sacks, fumbles, and fumble recovery, or turnovers and sacks, right? And then if you have a safety, normally it's five points. If an individual, I have it doubled, once again, 10 points for a safety, player safety. If a player gets a safety, that's 10 points. It's huge. It's rare. Should be scored accordingly. Uh, for team defense, it's five points, so why not double it for the individual? Uh, next, and this is that's all the so that's all the scoring for team defense, right? That's it. Now this is where it gets good with IDPs. Is now you score their other their their the other stuff, which you can't score in team defense. Tackles, solo tackles. Assisted tackles. Solo tackles would be one point, just like yardage, right? Ten points for a yard. So one tackle, because if you think about it, ten tackles is just like a hundred-yard game for a defensive player. Okay, uh, ten, and that's the, the mark. So if he gets ten tackles, it's like a hundred-yard game. You should be one tackle, one point, half a point for assisted tackle, right? Um, pass defense is two points, and you put. These are a little higher because, like I said, it stops a play. A pass defense, it knocks the ball down. You're making a play on the ball. Uh, two points for a pass defense. Two points for a forced fumble because you knocked that ball out. You might not get a turnover, but you, like I said, you made play on the ball. Um, two points for a half a sack. Well, that's obvious. Half a sack. Half, half of a sack is two points, so you get four points, right? Um, and you don't get half a sack on team defense because it's all counted as one. So half a sack there, two points. Uh, tackle for loss, two points because you're right. It's a tackle, but it's worth more because you're. It's a loss on the play, so you give an extra point on that. So and here's where it gets fun is, and I think that's that's all the scoring, right? Uh, Pass defense, force fumble, uh, half sack, tackle for loss, assisted tackle, tackle. And then, yeah. So those are all the, the points you would... Uh, I wish I had, you know, all video and stuff, but I just started this podcast. So if you're writing this down, I'll, maybe I'll go over it a little more, one more time. Uh, but as I'm walking through it, I'm just going just on the whim here. Uh, so you have all those those points of scoring, and so you basically say like a uh, see the TJ Watt right, the guy comes in, uh, gets a sack, a strip a strip sack, which is a forced fumble, sack, a sack, forced fumble, and a tackle for loss. Boom, boom, boom. The way I score it, it's four points, two points for the tackle for loss. That's six. Forced fumbles is eight. What if he recovers it? Four. That's 12 points on one play. And that's huge. That's huge for the defender. And, and that's why it should be scored that way. 
uh, and this is the progression. It should be it's fantasy football is so much fun when you do IDP. You get into it, you understand it. Uh, team defense is so fucking weak. It's just so terrible. Um, and then you, and so you get all that's twelve points right there off of one play. And some team defenses don't even get twelve points, and you just got it off of one play. And I've had huge, seen huge games from defensive players that score. I I played, and here here's a only the goodie. Uh, it was going up against uh, a team, a buddy in the league, IDP. It was me. I had Aaron Rodgers, and I think a tight end, and all he had was Jared Allen. This is when Jared Allen was on Minnesota. So Minnesota was on Monday night. I think I was up. I was up by. I was leading them by maybe five, ten points in that range. So I was all. Oh, this is a lock, right? I thought this was a lock. Aaron Rodgers a tight end. It's his defensive line. What happened? Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great game. Tight end didn't score shit. And uh, Jared Allen went off for five sacks, a safety, and whatever his stat line ended up. So just think about it. He had a five sacks. That's five times six. Because you get the tackle for loss. That's five times six. 30, 10 for 40 points. Just on those stats alone. Then he got five tackles because he get the tackles. That's another five points. And if he had any pass defense or four foam, he had so he had forty-five points alone just on. And Aaron Rodgers had about twenty, I think, that night. He didn't have a great game, and he ended up winning. All and I've seen another thing. Another I had it last year with Roquan Smith. I was down like two or three points. I had just Roquan Smith. The other guy had an offensive player, wide receiver. I think it was Mike Evans. Mike Evans didn't do much. Wilcon Smith scored me 19 points. And I went. And this is where the progression should have been in all these fantasy. You know what? And when I was on Twitter, uh, I was getting a lot of followers. And I got up to around 1,000. And uh, Marcus Grant. Uh and uh, somehow I got, you know, he was, he would talk to me a lot and stuff like that. I don't know if you know him. He's on NFL.com, uh, fantasy guy. And I was, I told him, uh, this was about four or five years ago. I go, why don't you guys do IDPs? He says, it's too hard. He said, it's too hard to judge. I was like, how's it too hard to judge? It's the same thing. You're saying, you're doing the same shit with offensive players is guessing who's going to have big games. And you know who's going to have big games because you know the good defensive players. Like, I could tell you, if I asked you who's the top 10 defensive players who would score, you would be right because it's just like the offensive players. They're always around the ball. They're great players, and they're doing stuff. Like the Bosa brothers, uh, Aaron Donald is a beast, uh, which is weird. They got Aaron, the list I'm going to go off of, got Aaron Donald, a DL. Super low. Come on. This list is already terrible. Aaron Donald, because he's a DL and his value, because DLs, like, you should value DLs like running backs. Or, or not, yeah, like running backs. Like, 
you need to grab the top DL when you can. And we'll get into that. Because if you can get a DL that has 10 sacks, you're going to have to use consistently getting 10 sacks a game. Like J.J. Watt. Oh, there's another. We'll go on to that J.J. Watt's year that I had him uh, going out. He dominated for me. But, uh, yeah, Aaron Donald's way low on this list. 19. Now, he, should be, he should be the top DL. Top DL guy. It's so weird. Do you think because his age is going to drop? I don't think so. <clears throat> Anywho, so yeah, that's that's how you should score. And here, if you're listening, we're gonna, and you want to run a league or you want to change your league to be IDP and, and beat on your beat, beat, beat hard on that drum, let's go IDP, let's go IDP. Here's how you should score it. Write it down one more time. I'm telling you. It's gonna be fun. You get two. You get four points. Four points for sacks, interceptions, fumble recoveries. Ten points for a safety. Six points for a touchdown. Those are your main scoring, big plays on defense, right? Then, the middle tier plays: the pass defense, two points; tackle for loss, two points; forced fumble, two points, or two points. And half sacks are two points. Those, I should probably include the half sack in the scoring. Anyways, uh, those are your mid-tier plays. So those should be two points. And then just tackles are one. Assisted tackles are a half a point. Pretty simple. So if you want to write that down, you can. Um, And now, uh, since you know what this fantasy football thing is all about. We're going to dive into the, the like since I already, huh, already went off because I just read that Aaron Donald was super low. I'm going to give you my, my top 20, I guess you could say. Actually, I'll go top 25. Who, who I think is should be on everyone's list and who, and I'll tell you why. Um, but first, I want to tell you about why another reason J- IDPs are awesome. J.J. Watt. And we'll get... We haven't had good IDPs in the last couple of years only because I think wholeheartedly uh, it's been a... It's hard. It's it just... They just change. They just do this bullshit subbing all the time. So... Uh, but I think that's going to slow down here because it doesn't work, obviously. You need guys consistently out there. But J.J. Watt in 2015, go check his stats. If J.J. Watt, he scored so many points that year that he was the – he outscored any tight end that year. He outs, he would have been top 10 wide receiver in points if he was on that other side. Because uh, also he was playing tight end for a little bit, so he's scoring touchdowns in. And I had him, but just him sacking—not just him sacking the quarterback, but pass defense. The guy would do super good on pass defenses, and um, he would do super good on t- pass defenses. He was getting touchdowns on defense and offense. I think he had. 
four or five total that year. And I can't remember what he finished off. Uh, I think he had like close to 250, 60 points that year. And it was just amazing. And then he started getting hurt and declining. But, man, let's see where they have him here. Because he's in Arizona now. Oh, they have him way low. No, 98. He's definitely top 50. I don't know why they have him so fucking low. Sorry. This is a terrible list. Anywho, so, um, anyways, so here's my top. Your top guys you should be going for. Um, and I think they're going to have big years. Uh, I think Terrace Leonard will come to I think Roquan Smith and Devin White are the top two. And TJ Watt are the cream of the crop defensive players that you're going to want to have on your team. They're young, and uh, they're going to be around for a while. Darius Leonard is up there. He's had injury problems last year. So I would say if I would do this, I'd go – Roquan Smith, number one. T.J. Watt, number two. Devin White, number three. Darius Leonard, number four. And then Eric Donald, number five. Um, DBs are hard. Only because you need safeties. Safeties are the way to go on DBs. But like I said, the way this damn league's going is like they don't. They don't let the DBs be DBs anymore. You won't get INTs. Quarterbacks don't throw. You know, they're told to be careful with the ball so they don't throw deep anymore. They they throw all these weak um, short passes now where linebackers get the tackles. The safeties don't get much tackles anymore. So you have to find, like, a guy. Like a Rashad Jones used to be a ball hawk kind of guy on a bad team. That's the thing is like you need safeties that are on a bad team. Like they got Buda Baker number six. That's way too high because that's not a bad defense. He's not on a terrible defense. He's gonna have JJ Watt, so his points are gonna down. You gotta have. You gotta look at. Let's see, Jordan Porter. They got a good defense. Derwin James, if he stays healthy, would be my number one DDB. That, that defense ain't good, and so he's gonna get a lot of tackles. Uh. Jeremy Chin too. He should be higher up. I think those those guys are better, you know, better suited. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jordan Porter and Buda Baker will score you points. I'm just saying there's gonna be better DBs out there to get. You have to look at the one who's one who has terrible offense and two has terrible defense. And you gotta look through that as well. Jamal Adams, um, he sort of came down in points because he went to a good defense. He was still up there, but he was dominating the last two years when he was on the Jets, scoring points. Uh, like I said, bad defense with a good, de- good uh, safety. It was safety because that's how I know it was Rashad Jones, my team, the Miami Dolphins, had a bad defense, bad run defense. So Rashad Jones, bad linebackers. So find those guys with battle and all that. So anyways, I'm rambling. Like I said, Roquan Smith, TJ Watt, Devin White, Darius Leonard, 
and Bobby Wagner are my top five defensive players. Oh, Aaron Donald, you got to have in the top five. Then I would put. You can't put him up there because he's not healthy. I would put Durham James if that motherfucker could stay healthy, but he doesn't. Uh, I'd drop him down. Blake Martinez, I think, is six. Bobby Wagner, seven. Blake Martinez is a tackle machine. That's why you have him. Dude gets tackles. He's always around the ball, always making assisted tackles. He'll get you points there. Uh, Jamal Adams. I'll put Jamal Adams above Budo Breaker because he. Actually, no, because they have Bobby Wagner. It, that's hard. Budo Baker and Jamal Adams is going to be a tough coin flip because, like I said, J.J. Watt is now on the Arizona Cardinals, and Budo Baker might see a decline in points. Um, anyways, I'll have them, you know, after after Bobby Wagner goes Budo Baker and Jamal Adams, you'd put, put those two wherever you want to put A, B, or... What do you want to do? And then, and then Nick Bosa coming back, I feel he's going to be huge, 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 huge. And then Miles Garrett. And then Fred Warner's another good linebacker to to get on. Chase Young, young kid, Washington. I'd put him up there. Um, And then Derwin James, if he stays healthy. I think that's 20 right there. Let's see. Is it 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, that's only 14. 14. And then Joey Bosa, 15. That 15 will be Joey Bosa. He should do good. Uh, Derwin I already said during James Jeremy Chin, you got to put him up there. He's going to score some points for you. Get him early if you can. Patrick Queen, second year linebacker, he's going to be a stud. In Baltimore, they seem to have always always have the good linebackers. Um, so Darius Smith. Only person I'm not high on is Darius Smith. I wouldn't put him top twenty-five. Sorry. If I had to, I think Jesse Bates, Cincinnati DB, needs to be top 25 in points. He's going to score a lot of points. And then Daniel Hunter, that will be the top. I think those are the guys you need to, to look for. Uh, like I said, I wish I had better technology. Uh, you know, I'm building up. I finally got a mic. Maybe I'll get a camera, put some editing in for this kind of stuff but I'll run it through because uh, I'm pretty much at my limit here or well, not limit I'm at 35 minutes we got five more minutes I'll cut it 40 minutes is a long time hope everyone's enjoying it uh, if you like the fantasy football learning a lot so we'll go down the nice Roquan Smith write it down Roquan Smith number one Number two, T.J. Watt. Number three, Devin White. Number four, Darius Leonard. Number five, Aaron Donald. Number six, Blake Martinez. Number seven, Bobby Wagner. Number eight, A. Budabaker. Eight, 
B, Jamal Adams, flip him. What do you want? So that'd be nine. Nick Bosa's ten. Your top ten defensive players right there. Those are your top ten. Get them if you can. They're gonna ball out. Uh, then Miles Garrett is eleven. Fred Warner is twelve. Joey, no Chase Young. No Chase. Let me flip that. I forget about Chase Young because he's he's young. Chase Young above Miles Garrett. So. Chase Young, below Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, 12, Fred Warner, 13, Joe Bosa, 14, Daniel Hunter, 15. Those are my top 15 players right there. 16, Derwin James, 17, Jeremy Chin, 18, Patrick Queen, 19, Jesse Bates. I'm really high on Jesse Bates. That guy scores. He's going to score some more. 19 on Jesse Bates. 20. Twenty. That's it. Oh. Oh yeah. Because uh, I wasn't that far. So 20. That's good. 20. Devin Bush. No, nah, nah, I'm not too high on Devin Bush. I won't put him 20. Uh, 20. Jordan Porter from Buffalo. 21. Joe Schobert. He's now in Pittsburgh. I think he uh he might have he might be a sleeper, yeah. Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert is gonna be good in Pittsburgh. Him and Watt. That's why I'm not high on Devin Bush. That's why I, I couldn't remember. Because Schobert's over there. And Schobert's a tackle machine and does the stuff. Um so 21, Joe Schobert. And 22. Oh, yeah, 22. Micah Parsons, the rookie. They don't have it on they don't have rookies on this list, which is fucking dumb. Micah Parsons is going to be a fucking stud in, in Dallas. Along with if he stays healthy, I'm gonna put him there too. 22, 20, and both Cowboys at 22, 23 is Lynn uh, Vanderesh and Michael Parsons. They're gonna tear it up. Uh, I think Jalen Smith and Jalen Smith. I think Jalen Smith drops though, just because Jalen Smith is a sack kind of guy, linebacker, and Michael Parsons is a Paul Hawk kind of guy. Both those two guys will be good and getting tackles and stuff. That's twenty. That's twenty three, twenty two, twenty three, and then twenty four. Hassan Reddick, guy's a fucking stud. Uh, he's just. I know he's on a new team, but the guy's a. A machine out there, and then, uh, last. Uh, you know what? In the last. It is going to be. I'm going to round out C.J. Mosley because he was. He was. Um, Missed last year to injury. He was out for the Jets. But that guy's score. He's going to be good. Back with the Jets, new coach, defensive minded coach. So he's going to round up my top 25. Yes, I'm not high on fucking. Uh, is it Darius Smith? Uh, the only reason why I'm not is just because the guy, he's just a sack guy. A linebacker who's a sack guy and uh, doesn't really get much tackles. So you basically have to hope he goes off. A linebacker. There's better linebackers to put to get you consistent points than Zaria Smith. That's why I wouldn't put him so high. 
like Eric Kendricks is a consistent tackler. Jordan Hicks, Deion Jones, they're better consistent tacklers. Get tackled. Demario Davis, he's old though. Those guys are better on that end. <coughs> Zadarius Smith is just a sack machine. So sort of like Jalen Jalen Smith too. They're both sack guys. Don't get a lot of tackles. And 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 that's why I wouldn't put him because this they have him 18. Zadarius Smith, he's that's too high. And Aaron Donald 19. That's come on. You have to put. You know, you have to judge by, you know, their position and if they dominate. Like, J.J. Watt. You would put him, like, fucking high. When he was going off, he'd put him high one just because he put him over some offensive players. And hopefully this year, because of COVID and all that, these defensive players scoring a little more points. That's my top 25 right there. And if you write them down, that's good. Von Bell's going to be another... He's a good scoring machine. DB. Um, yeah, they got Mike Parley. They got Mike Parsons down at 67. This dude's not going to be that bad. Come on. Well, I picked the list. That's good, though. Uh, that's my top 25 uh, that I would put on there. I'm trying to start it. Uh, Instagram account, IDP Instagram account. I'm going to get that going. Try to figure out how to put cool graphics and stuff on there. Uh, put And put my pics up there. But, um, but that's how I wanted to start this podcast. I wanted to explain to people like why fantasy football became popular why it's sort of fizzling out and why I think it is fizzling out and then it's one it's because no one these nerds took it over and they go well they like just see the they don't understand the game and they just see the plays and they want just the plays the top plays who score the points and that's why they don't like it's easy to watch a Jesse Bates tear it up He's on a bad team, and you could sometimes get points. I don't know why they think IDP is so hard to judge. I seem to do it well every year, drafting good linebackers. Like, Roquan Smith is my keeper in my league. And that guy's a fucking stud. And last year, I drafted uh, as my keepers. And, that, and that's another thing. I think, uh, here's my league runs. Like I said, I should told you the roster, but we're going to run it down. And since it's at 40 minutes, we're going to end this show right now. Oh, 43 minutes. Keeps going. Man, I could talk forever about fast football, I guess. Uh, anywho, yeah, my, my league is NWFFL. I have been running it since 2009. So what's that, 10, 13 years? I uh, had a lot of people go a lot of people stay a lot of lifers like i said you're nwo you nw for life um but yeah i you already saw, saw how i did in the rosters right um i do the scoring system just like that but I also have a qualifier league because it goes a little old school because i like how you know you have to earn your points so i'm old school so 
if you don't get start getting points until you get 30 yards rushing, receiving, or 100 yards throwing, or you get three tackles. So once you hit three tackles, you'll get one point, and so forth. And once you get 30 yards, you get one point, and so on. So every 10 points, it just keeps it so, you know, there's, you, and it works because you could tell a shitty team has, the team's not doing well, score super low. Like, all these, that's another thing, all these fantasy fucking people want to score, give like 18 points for a touchdown, and all these bonuses, and you can see in these scores being like 220. It's like, it doesn't, to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't look impressive seeing a score 180 to 160. And a low score is like 120. That's not impressive. But in my league, you can get up to the top score in the league is 162. But we also can you can score 34 points. <laughs> so that's a huge, it's a way bigger discrepancy than uh, 180 to 116. 16 is a low, you know. I think I've seen lows in that low hundreds. Because, you know, people want instant gratification and that's where we're at. But here, so that's how I score it. And then it's a 14-team league. So we do the, and we do keeper leagues. So the way I do the keeper leagues, and I know people like it now because you don't just keep whoever. Uh, you, you have set rounds, which is the sixth and seventh round of the draft. So that's a, or you can set the rounds wherever you want, but ours is six and seven. And then whoever you draft in those rounds are your keepers. So what does that do? A, it makes you think about who to draft in that round. It makes you jump for the younger kids, the younger dudes that are coming up, the rookies that you think are going to have big years that no one knows about. And in the long run, it rewards you for drafting, like for knowing your shit. You can't just go around to a draft and go throw dart at dartboards like a lot of chicks do. Which that's another thing. There's no chicks in my league. No chicks allowed. I don't allow women in there. That's another thing that pisses me off when someone's wife or girlfriend comes in because then the dude takes it over, does shady ass trades. But we'll get that on another day because I need to end this uh, podcast. But yeah, those are those are the stuff I, I've been doing. I've been playing fantasy football for a long time. I enjoy it. I don't watch football anymore because the political shit. But I'm watching the highlights. I did watch all the highlights, so we'll get on that next week, so I can tell you who's gonna who's the draft and all that kind of stuff. IDP, what position? Plus normal drafting and all that kind of stuff. But it's gonna be IDP heavy. <clears throat> I want to focus on that. So anyways, hope everybody enjoyed that. Hope I didn't ramble too long. Hopefully it was informative and it was good and it wasn't just, you didn't get bored. So I'd like to say peace and I'm out of here until next time. Okay, bye.